0: Welcome to another episode of the Deep Dive. In this week's episode, we are going to be continuing in our series United Together, looking at some of the texts from 1 Corinthians. Um, this week's passage or topic was United in Mission. And uh, today I'm joined by uh, interim lead pastor, Mid-Rivers campus pastor, fantasy baseball commissioner, Dan Borth.
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you for getting all of my current titles uh, all lined up. This is, uh, <clears throat> this is an honor, joy, to be with the Deep Dive today.
0: Yeah, we've, you've had a couple weeks off from, from Deep Dive, and Chris has joined me the last few weeks. I have. Um, we got a bonus episode that we are going to be doing um, on some of the content that we didn't fully get to last week. Juan Soto? Oh, man, I wish. Um, although, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe that will be a topic for, uh, for a deep dive. Uh, no, on uh, singleness and marriage in the church, uh, sexual ethics as they come up in 1 Corinthians. Yep. Um, but that is not the topic of today's episode. This is our normal episode. We are uh, following the, the conversation from this weekend. Uh, if you were on our Mid-Verse campus, um, we talked about United in Mission. Yep. Uh, we looked at um, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, Paul talking about uh, sacrificing rights for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of winning others. Um, and then we had a, a panel join me. So, uh, Jacob Shuttle, um, who's helping to lead the missions initiative here at, at our Rivers campus currently, um, Amy Gall, who heads up Operation Christmas Child, and uh, just is an incredible conversation partner. Um, yep. The way that she's been involved in, in missions. Uh, even going back to, to college on a, on a short-term standpoint, but then also, um, yeah, what she and her family do week in and week out. And then uh, Christy McCaw, who I just got to meet this last week uh, in preparation for that conversation, um, who just got back from a trip uh, from Uganda earlier uh, yep. this year with uh, Joe and Julie Cox and Enduring Treasure Ministries. And so just a great conversation. Um, you know, any conversation where you have four people, uh, it's probably not going to be as focused as you want, but the, the goal wasn't to come out with like 20 action steps. The goal yep. was just to hear four people discussing something that they're passionate about and um, yeah, what it looks like to step into this mission that that God has us all. Yep. And so if you didn't get a chance to uh, to listen to or watch this past weekend's Service um, or message. I uh, highly um, invite you to do so on our app, on YouTube, wherever you know we have it. In lots of different places. Um, you can feel free to just scrub through my part and just get to the uh, conversation because that's where the uh, the money was, I think. Um, and speaking about money, um, that is, yeah. uh, dude, do you, you see that transition? That was smooth. That was, that was a good a, segue. That was a pretty good. Although, you one might ask, is it a good segue if you have to? point out that it was a good segue. I feel
1: like this is more of a celebration than a pointing out
0: <laughs> that it is a good segue. It was good. Um, yeah, so so one of the points that that uh, I made this weekend, um, what, one of the ways that uh, we are all called to participate in God's mission um, as followers of Jesus is through uh, financial giving. Um, there's a whole lot of context that we can use to, to talk about yeah. this, but before we kind of go through... Um, the first Corinthians text and then some other supplemental texts uh, found throughout scriptures. Um, Dan, as a, as a pastor, um, we've well, as pastors. We've, we've yep. had to talk about money Yes, this year in ways that I know I haven't had to talk about it or consider yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I, I imagine you're in a similar boat. Um, Very much so. Uh,
1: what's that been like for you? Um, It's humbling. You know, it's humbling to see, um, the the flow of um, generosity, of stewardship to recognize, like, in talking about, like, a church budget or um, a ministry budget or, or even when it comes down to, like, really intentional things like a, a compensation budget for people who are on staff because of the mission mm-hmm. here locally, like, all of those things, uh, you know, um, to feel really responsible for appreciating and seeing... Um, what 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 each of those dollars is mm-hmm. you know that that's somebody else saying um, I'm I'm um, I'm in on the mission mm-hmm. or I'm for something moving uh, forward I'm I'm um, personally it's more than contributing is such a like a, a good word in the moment of talking about giving mm-hmm. but it's more than contribution um, and I think like last thing I'll say here is just as an adult I'm becoming aware of how many, millions of places you, you could invest. Mm -hmm. Anyone, anyone could, could Mm -hmm. rightfully say, here's the cause that I'm all about. And, um, I think being in this seat now, I I just appreciate how unique and special it is for somebody to say, I'm all in on the local church and Mm -hmm. her purpose. Um, yeah. So, you know, whether it's money coming in, that's a delight or adjusting budgets, which we've had to do this year, you know, um, because of circumstance and things like all of that um, it's just really humbling it's mm-hmm. really humbling to see the buy-in of uh, the people who believe in Jesus and gather for worship at Calvary and um, are stubbornly uh, in some ways and graciously and generously committed to um, you know to to our, our moment mm-hmm. to, to our responsibility our, our opportunity. Uh, to represent Christ in our area, in our day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we read texts <clears throat> like Acts chapter two,
0: um, 42 to what, 47. Yeah. You know, the early church described as, um, you know, they gave, basically gave all to anyone who had need. Yeah. That sounds so simple. Yeah. And um, I, I know we live in a different culture point in history today than the early church did. Then I also know that that was a um, you know using language like gave all like doesn't probably literally mean they gave everything and they didn't have you know yeah. for themselves. Um, but yeah, the the complexities of helping to lead a nonprofit organization um, that that relies on the generosity of its of its members. Uh, both for things like paying electric bills and paying staff salaries and sending money to mission partners overseas. <clears throat> um, yeah, it, it, it's a lot uh, for sure. And and so I, f- I feel a great responsibility for how we talk about money. Yeah. Um, for even the ways in which we communicate hey, this is where we're at financially. And some people, I was talking to someone the other day, and they're like, hey, it's it's not, you know, as, as members, it's not our job to, like, give only if we know how it's being handled on the other end. Mm-hmm. Like, we're called to obedience and give as the Lord has called us to give. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's our stewardship. And, you know, your responsibility, you're speaking to me, uh, is to... To s- steward that well but like my giving isn't contingent on how you steward it but at a certain point this is me interjecting now but but at a certain point it is because sure if you know i'm not stewarding it well then it's foolish for you to give sure <laughs> there's a lot of places you can give that sure. i think you know glorify god um and he you know multiplies yeah um Anyway, so anyway, yeah, there's just a, there's a weight, there's responsibility to it. Even how we talk about it in services um, in that, you know, generosity moment, like um, it is an investment, like you are participating in the mission Now we don't want to give just because like, oh, you're seeing your dollars at work, Um, even though it's important to talk about the mission to inspire people to give in the way that God is leading them in that moment. Um, We also have, I think culturally speaking for our church anyway... Um, you know, it's 2022 and um, Calvary was, I mean, it was birthed in the 1960s, but, you know, in the 1990s and early 2000s, church growth movement, Mm -hmm. we were very intentionally um, seeker focused. Mm -hmm. Uh, Seeker focused often, you know, means that you're attracting people who have no church background. So, these like customs and things that are ingrained in, you know, people like you, people like me who've grown up in the church, like, that's a, a new um, pattern that we're asking people to develop. And so, yeah. the church isn't, you know, you don't, yeah. not everybody's arrived all at once. Not yeah. to even say that, like, giving X is, like, <laughs> a mark of arrival. Yeah. Um, we're not, it's not a pay to play. It's a, anyone's welcome and that's anyone right. should be here. That's right. Um, but it's something to, to keep in mind. Like that should inform how we talk about yep. it, how we think about it. Um, we're always wanting to see people take their next steps. And that includes yep. trusting God in areas of finance as well. Yeah. Brad, I, lo- I love that
1: awareness. Um, in the context of 1 Corinthians, I get the sense that. That's that's a little more of Paul's audience is talking not with people who knew the customs, um, especially from the Jewish heritage. Where it's a Gentile church, tithe was involved in yep. that. But um, one of the neat things, interesting things about Paul's ministry is you know his desire. I think it's Galatians. He says you know his desire was to look after the needs of the poor, mm-hmm. uh, and that yep. that was what he was eager to do. And so um, in our you know, warm up, warm up before we turn the camera on. You were talking about how um, in Acts and in several of Paul's letters, we see him talking about collections for the saints. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, it was it a famine that went through mm-hmm. Jerusalem? Yep. And so, in in these particular moments, Paul has this uh, awareness of a need and a heartbeat for uh, the Christians of Jewish heritage because that was his people. He talks about that in Romans nine mm-hmm. and. Um, he encourages this solidarity in the gospel, a demonstration of the unity through generosity mm-hmm. um, in fact I, I some of his language like sometimes when when um, I've, I've never heard anyone like heretically teach these. Mm -hmm. passages in 1 Corinthians, but a lot of times they start getting real practical about giving today, Mm -hmm. but it's a really beautiful thing to understand what Paul was asking people then. He was literally asking them to show your love by by opening uh, your your wallet, your purse strings, Mm -hmm. so to speak. But he didn't put a contingency on that. Mm -hmm. He didn't say if you give a hundred, you got a lot of love. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't say there was nothing in that. He's actually very faithful to what Jesus taught. You know, when Jesus said, look at, look at the widow who threw in her two pennies. Mm -hmm. Like she's given more than any one of the religious people who Mm -hmm. pomp and circumstance Mm -hmm. paraded their way to the box at the temple. Like I think Paul uh, beautifully captures the Christian ethic of generosity, which is uh with um love with um what's the, what's the word he uses um a cheerful cheerful giver Yeah, yeah cheerful yeah Cheer- <laughs> I love that word Corinthians. Like what a good test like mm-hmm. is is my giving is my um participation financially cheerful Yeah um that's a that's a that's a benchmark for God Yeah um
0: Yeah Yeah And so in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 he's um so there's this collection that he is is taking for uh, the saints in Jerusalem, and it, it is interesting here. He's he's not giving instructions. He's not specifying a percentage or a dollar amount. Um, this also is a it's a it's an alms giving, right? It's 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 a, a giving for the needs. Yeah. Um, so he's not even saying this should replace you know what he's assuming they're probably giving or should be giving to their local church too uh, but in first Corinthians chapter 16 verses 1 through 4 I'm going to read this and then um, there's a few different passages we can uh, consider as well but uh, he writes this now concerning the collection for the saints as I directed the churches of Galatia so you also are to do on the first day of every week each of you is to put um, to put something aside and store it up as he may prosper so that there will be no collecting when I come. And when I arrive, I will send those whom you accredit by letter to carry your gift to Jerusalem. If it seems advisable that I should go also, they will accompany me. There's a few things that I, I just kind of want to point out here. I think Paul, um, he's, he's, he's wise to say, or what he doesn't say is, when I get there, we're going to take up a collection.
1: Hmm. He, he's passed the hat
0: right, right. there's yeah. no he's not going to um, emotionally manipulate in the moment. Yeah. Um, he also knows that like if if people don't plan or budget to give, then they're not going to give as much yeah. because they'll that that will have been mm. spent somewhere else. Um, so I think there's a nugget for us in that. Um, on over the weekend what, when we talked about giving, um, you know I, I shared like, uh we should give um first we should give generously we should give um cheerfully mhm and 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 in all of that we should give faithfully like that that is our our yeah. our role as a church um,
1: cuz ultimately it's a it's a stewardship it's a totally. we've been entrusted with um a a num what whatever our our situation and circumstances in life like well, the Christian eyes mm-hmm. are developed to see, like God's given me an opportunity to to steward this moment, to mm-hmm. be responsible for everything in my field of view, mm-hmm. great or small. Like no no difference there, and that is that's the um, the context mm-hmm. of of any gift mm-hmm. is a, is the stewardship. Mm-hmm. It's God's given to me. He owns the cattle on the thousand hills. Mm-hmm. I might manage one of the hills, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe a half a hill, yeah. maybe the anthill on the yeah. s- east it, side it, it of, it, it the of the And maybe I can s-
0: claim ownership yeah. of one of the cattle, you know, one of the cows, but right. like even then, it, it's still not mine.
1: That's right. That's right. And right. my responsibility is to raise that thing, to yeah. care for that thing, but also to um, use that cow to, mm-hmm. to, to glorify God. Mm-hmm. Um And to use creativity and discretion Mm -hmm. and and interest and and personal investment. Like it's giving is not uh, in the, in the Christian world is not detached. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not dishonest. It's not aggrandizing. You know, one of the most haunting stories is um, who are the two that came before the apostles when people were like donating estates and they, and they said, here's our estate money. Mm -hmm. And, it wasn't uh, Aquila and Priscilla were Mm-mm. were the really uh, faithful mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna have to look this up, mm-hmm. but they, um, you know, they go they go in front of the apostles as, as the story Ananias. goes, yeah, and sure. Sapphira, Sapphira, Is that the ones, sounds right. Man, guys, we're really this is this is not a strong like deep dive moment. Where I was we're gonna like say we're on the listing. deep dive and
0: we're trying to you know yeah grasp at the you got it Acts yeah, five the names that would appear on a Bible content exam
1: at <laughs> the end of seminary. I'm so glad it's all written down at this point. Right here oh it is. Oh my gosh! Right Ananias and Sapphira. Yes, Acts five. You hey, know as it?
0: Christians, we should never be too arrogant to say we don't know. Oh man, but the Bible sure. tells us
1: right. Just keep your Bibles open. Right? Keep them open. Well, that's, that's the goal. But yeah, like they, they have this moment where they're kind of doing what the rest of the community is doing. Um, but for whatever reason, they I guess they sell their property, but they keep some of it. Mm-hmm. And then when they go to the apostles, they say, here's all of it. Mm-hmm. And the apostles ask, like, is this all of it? And they say, yeah. And then they like drop dead right there. And I, it's kind of a haunting story. I, I, I've I gotten the impression, you know, that... that what was desired wasn't necessarily the full gift, Mm -hmm. but just honesty. Mm -hmm. Like, like there's no, there's no, um, like, like giving in the Christian heart in the Christian community, because there is a social aspect to it is just not a stat, a a thing about status. And it's not a thing that should ever be a, a point of pretense. Yeah. If that makes
0: sense. Yeah. No, absolutely.
1: Um, like, it's okay to say, I give, I give, I don't give, and but that's the point of the next step, right? Mm-hmm. Is to like, how can I grow in my cheerful generosity? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about, it's, it's not about, um, it's not a merit badge. Yeah. Let me
0: follow up on that. Uh, in 2 Corinthians 8, okay. um, this is in chapter 9, um, Paul writes... Um, so again, he's corresponding with the, the Corinthians. Um, and he writes, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for the sake, your sake he became poor, so that you by his poverty might become rich. And in this matter, I give you judgment. This benefits you, who a year ago started not only to do this work, but also to desire to do it. So now finish doing it as well, so that your readiness and desiring it may be matched by your completing it out of what you have. Right? Um, And I, I, there's something there of even in Jesus, you know, I think about like Philippians chapter two, where, you know, he empties himself for the sake of Mm. others. He demonstrates a humility that we're also called into um, as well, that even stepping into it, we may become weak in some worldly sense, and yet we've inherited great richness. And yet from that abundance, we're called to give back as well. And so anyway, I just think there's something something there. Like Paul, when he describes giving, like he doesn't use language of like, oh, you're compelled to give. Everyone should give voluntarily. Um, And when it's voluntarily, it brings much blessing. Now that's not a prosperity thing that like giving voluntarily is going to result in me, you know, making a lot of money in other places. But it's what God does is he takes that and he multiplies it.
1: Well, I think like I think, like, I guess if, if you can – like, a lot of it um, maybe is an invitation into a matter of perspective. And, and so, like, it's true. Like, it's not I give so that I'm blessed. But, mm-hmm. like, I do think, you know, in our healthier moments uh, as believers, what we get to see is my giving is a blessing. It's an active mm-hmm. blessing that's going to someone else. And there is a kind of um, yeah. joy in that. Um that maybe is maybe is important. Yeah. Um, I also something that I, I love. That even the way you read that helped something stand out. In that, like in Paul's idea, um, he seems to he seems to understand like everyone's situation is different, mm-hmm. and everyone's situation like God is in, mm-hmm. and so like the the question isn't um, who's the the, who who gets the donor brick, you mm-hmm. know, the question is, what has God provided in this moment mm-hmm. that you might provide, you know, for the, the, mm-hmm. the, the care of people or the mission of the, you know, the, the work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really a kind of a profound idea is yeah. whatever moment I'm in, God asks nothing more than that. I steward this moment really well.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's really good. Um, all right. We have a few minutes left and what I want
0: to do is... Kind of turn our attention to the Old Testament. um so we hear this tithe word. Mm. um, I have conversations in passing in the hallways on Sunday mornings, like even here, you know, people um I think in their, you know great intentions of like sharing, hey, when we talk about giving, like people need to know it's it's a tenth like, it's a yeah. tenth, and then anything on top of that is giving. And yeah. so, um, and I don't think that's a bad principle. I do think that Jesus pushes against legalistic giving. Um, yeah, that's for sure. Um, and, and for some people, similar to maybe credit cards, right? Like we know ourselves, um, and maybe having a tenth or setting up a rule for yourself is yeah. a is a good way to do
1: that voluntary, yep. generous I'm, giving. I, I, I don't mind sharing. I'm one of those people who like... Yeah. Um, like I, I don't know that m- I'm a poor manager of money, but I also don't know that I'm brilliant with it. Sure. You know, and so like my limits, I, I get distracted. Yeah, I, I love Taco Bell, yeah. like, mm. and so one of the ways um, that that uh, you know in in our lives, a tithe has been helpful is it's helped us be cheerfully generous yep. with some level of consistency. Yep that my own personality would just not totally. do well with. Totally.
0: Know? No, same thing. And I, and I think a lot of people are wired that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, like we, for from, from my wife and I, we've set up our tithe in the same way as we set up automatic bill pay. Yeah. You know, for our yeah. electric or for our water. Like yeah. we don't want to miss it because yeah. we know if we miss it, we've probably spent it. And yeah. then, we're not giving, or then we're we're trying to pay back the next yep. month. So it's it's an automatic online giving allows us to do that. We're auto it's auto bill. Right. Uh, we set the amount and we set the frequency. Yep. And um, but the the word tithe uh, comes from a I mean that's not a word I use often like tithe. It it really doesn't come up in conversation no, all, except no. for this specific except for this specific focus. space. Yes. Uh, it comes from an old English uh, root word meaning a okay. tenth. Okay. Um so that's where we get the
1: the tithe and the tenth. Um yeah. in the Old Testament. I wonder if practically I'm sorry. No, go for it. Practically today if we shouldn't just talk about the tenth rather than a the tithe. tithe. Y- yeah, it's probably
0: one of those words that like we use uh synonymously with giving, like tithes yep. and offerings. Yeah. Um which is if I'm man, this is a good like meta moment. Like if I'm have no church experience and I'm sitting down and I just hear this Yeah. word tithe used, I'm like What's that? I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah, that's I don't good. Know. Uh, Leviticus chapter twenty-seven, verse thirty. Every tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the trees, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. So this is coming out of you know this Old Testament uh, law of people weren't giving yep. to God what was God's, yep. and so like so many things, there was a rule that was created to ensure that people would do the thing that they were called to do. Um, We see that at the start.
1: Like Cain wanted to give a lesser offering to God, but still have it count as a full. As a full. Yeah. Um, And then even in Genesis, like with Abraham, uh,
0: the first time actually the the word tithe comes up is him tithing to Melchizedek.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right? So it's not even like tithing it to the Lord. He's tithing it to Melchizedek.
1: King of Salem Uh, and priest of God. Yeah. Yeah. So...
0: Uh, I guess Dan my question is this with the the couple minutes we have yeah. left um is tithe like is tithing like the in like the ten percent regimented way like is that still like a New Testament biblical hmm. thing to do um is it not biblical for us to ask people that, that's the thing I wrestle with as somebody who who asks yeah. and calls the congregation to give um
1: yeah yeah what do we do with that man um, such a great question. Um, I think the answer is, and I and I hope to not be dodgy here, but I, I also wrestle with it. Um, yep. And I, I know the choices that Mandy and I have talked through and made for ourselves. Um, I think the tithe is biblical. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is in the pages of scripture. It is in the description. It's practical and helpful. Mm-hmm. It certainly doesn't do any harm unless it becomes a legalistic rule because yep. the New Testament vision for giving I don't think is percentage calculated. Mm -hmm. I think it's need meeting. I think it's heart generous. Mm -hmm. Um, and so while it's very practical and I've heard it taught in wonderful ways, and again, it's been, it's been helpful to me. Um, like, I, re- I remember a time in my life where I kind of got off track with that. Mm-hmm. And when I got back on track, then I felt guilty for all the off track, <laughs> you know? And and so I was like, I think it was my grandma I talked to. And I was like, Grandma, what do I do with this? And, and you know, sh- she reminded me, like, Jesus' love and his grace, like, is so much bigger yeah. than the checkbook ledger, you know? Um, I remember talking to a friend and, and saying, like, this is hard, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this, this is like... Painful, And, and he, he said, well, but on the other hand, like, it's also valuable to participate. So, like, I've had a really healthy conversation around it in my life. But but for the church, uh, what I would say is um, each of us, I think what we're called to do is to consider the condition of our heart and the condition of our generosity. Mm-hmm. And I, I really liked your language of next steps. Mm-hmm. Like, for somebody who gives the occasional gift, the question is, is, is like, um, you know, is that cheerful and generous, mm-hmm. you know? And the, the question for someone uh, like me who's got maybe a more established, like, mm-hmm. you know, pattern or the person who asked you that question mm-hmm. or, sorry, I hate saying like me because I'm not the most generous person yeah. in the church. Sure. Like, I, I need to say that clearly. <laughs> like, I'm growing in this too. My next yeah. step is to make more space. You know what I mean? Like, yeah.
0: Well, because even the person that gives yeah. 10% regularly, like, their next step might be yep. they need to give 11 or sure. they need to, you know, Create or, a space to give generously to that's right people or family you know
1: yeah that's right and I've heard of some like who in their overabundance at times they they start giving ninety percent mm-hmm. of what comes in and they live off ten but the point isn't that one's more holy than the yep. other the point is like all of us are called to this Christ-like intentional giving like last thing I'll say I know we're up against time yeah, we got thirty seconds but consider that Jesus who gave. Who emptied himself that was planned before the creation of the world yeah i think that tells us about something about how we're supposed to give as well intentionally generously cheerfully
0: yeah thank you um all right about 10 seconds uh thank you for joining this episode of the deep dive uh we will be back next week with more you can find this resource and more on our website calvary.church slash resources go in grace and peace
1: thanks for listening to the deep dive a calvary church media productions podcast Be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts.